Hey guys, it's Mangley Thomas, and yep, it's time for another Texas Homegrown Music. And my guests today are Traveling Jed, and if you don't know these cats, they are really super cool and fun, and they're, they're just a real delight, and I'm so happy to be able to bring them to my listening audience. So I'm not going to take up too much time, because I've got two of them on the show, actually three. So um, let's uh, let's get to it. But before we do, this is the holiday season, and I wanted to do a little Christmas song for you. It's a song that Andy Timmons and I wrote years ago. It's called Together This Year, and when we come back, we'll be with Traveling Jay. Santa on his sleigh Hang the lights and mistletoe There for Christmas Day Texas Homegrown Music with my guest today, Traveling Jed. Hey guys, welcome to the show. We've got Hello. come on, we've got the we've got Thank everybody you. but Dang one man. person, right? We've we've yes. uh, the only one that's not here is a guitar player and um, he's in class. Jackson. So Jackson, sorry, we're missing you, buddy. And um, we'll we'll be sure to to give you some kudos during the during the show for sure but i just want to read or to say all sorts of bad things about you behind <laughs> your back it's fine <laughs> i just want to reiterate that i am i'm a newbie to this band i just saw them play at an event um a few weeks ago in mckinney my hometown downtown at the big uh, home for the holidays you guys were on the main stage and you were killing it i had to know who you were 
And um, so just the stalker that I am, I walked up to one of your girlfriends and got your information. And here we are a few weeks later on the show. And I'm really happy to have you guys on. I really dig your music. And I'm excited to hear about where you guys have been all this time. So, hey, Cody, since I know you're kind of a big spokesperson for the band, why don't you give me a little elevator pitch on how you guys all got together and what, you know, and where this name came from. I know that uh, Ashton's girlfriend told me it was, uh, or maybe it was you, Cody. Somebody said, traveling Jed like Jed Clampett. And you guys don't look old <laughs> enough to even know who Jed Clampett is. So somebody give hey, me give hey, me a no, little I story. Don't, I don't, but David <laughs> does. He's kind of an old soul. <laughs> well, we actually met at a place that's probably very familiar to you. You're probably keenly aware of the jam uh, that happens at Cadillac. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, David and I met there. I think the first night I actually used to play right-handed guitar and I learned how to play left-handed bass because I was diagnosed with a movement disorder. And in my desperation one night, I had gotten a left-handed bass for Christmas. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Cadillac, just see what's cooking. And I went up there and I met David the very first night. And I remember we talked about Eric Clapton and, uh, we were like, we're going to do something with this. We're going to, we're going to start playing. And that is where, and I think it took two years, maybe a year of playing there before we got our actual first gig. And uh, where I think Cadillac actually asked us to fill in our first gig. Is that right, David? That might be true. Uh, honestly, I don't fully remember. Um, Cause like it was, so we played there. Um, we, actually started as a trio band uh, as me and Cody and another drummer. And then we like, uh, we've added in Jackson later, but I think we'd already played our first gig before Jackson joined the band. Even I think we had played at Cadillac once just as a trio. And then, uh, then we added Jackson in and I think our first gig with Jackson was the grand opening of a uh, retirement home. (laughs) <laughs> oh we've there. all done that haven't we i mean come on here's here's the yeah. problem with that i'm getting older and retirement homes are now like having you know there's i'm thinking well a lot of my friends are going to end up there i'm i am not i just want everybody to know i refuse to go into a retirement home not because i think it's evil but because i have four kids and out of those four kids somebody is going to take yes. care of me right i mean come, come on, on. Now. <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, yeah. here's the deal. I, I retirement homes get a bad rap. You know, there we're all <laughs> we all want to yeah. live a long time, right? I mean, as long as we're healthy well, and, they, and things are good. It, um, we're, they get a bad rap for a, a rock venue, that's for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, of, we were in there. I don't know about that, there guys. There's guy. a lot of rockers living in retirement homes. A lot of old rockers. Well, okay, not the one guy who was watching us. There was a guy in the front row, if you want to call that. He just kept going. Do y'all know any big band? And it was like, do you see? Yeah, he was band? like, do you know any Frank Sinatra? And we're like, we know Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how we end up playing here, is, but I'm sorry we don't play your genre, sir. As far as the name is concerned, it's kind of interesting. I, I think we were the David Casper band for about three months. And then when Jackson joined, he was a huge Deadhead fan. So you can probably so hear Traveling Jed and see some connection mm-hmm. between uh, Grateful Dead. They have a song called Tennessee Jed. 
But uh, and I grew up loving fish and all the jam band stuff. And uh, David's a good sport, so I think we just threw out travel and Jed, and we were just like, whatever. We just, you know, we just wanted to play. We were so hungry for gigs that the name was like the last thing of last concern. And uh, luckily, after that first gig at Cadillac, we just spread all around McKinney. So we McKinney is definitely um, home base for us. We've done all from I don't know if we can name drop the places in McKinney. Sure. Can we? Okay, we've done Rick's, the Pub, the Celt. We're doing the Celt in Jane. I mean, we've we've been playing all these places. We played the Pub for you know mm-hmm. last six years. Um, we did Hanks. Then, so we did local yokel. We did local yokel. We did local yokel a couple times. Um, yeah, you mentioned but, yeah. sticks. You guys had done that before. Well, I'll tell you. Sticks. We're we're Probably. building some really cool new venues. I happen to know that because, as y'all know, I'm married to the mayor of McKinney, and right. there's some really cool new um, outdoor venues there. But I know you guys have played Hub 121, which is a nice um, mm-hmm. uh, venue. But we That's have a lot of we have two or three new outdoor venues that are now um, on the books that are going to be um, built. So we're going to have all of the um, you know north, south, east, and west covered. And, and, of course, Tupps Brewery is getting ready to build a, a great new venue, um, which is going to be right there with the new city uh, hall, which is going to have an outdoor venue as well. So lots of lots of opportunities that we have. And also the Texas Music Revolution that we have, we just brought to McKinney downtown. It's an Americana, um, country and Americana concert festival that we have that's probably one of the longest running Texas um, concert festivals that there are. Um, There's actually a a documentary that we're doing right now um, called Texas Music Revolution 25. And Kiefer Sutherland is the is a narrator of it. And it's really cool talking about um, the music scene and uh, that particular year in McKinney. So you know, I I know that we talk about this a lot. Austin gets a big rap for saying, you know, people saying that that's a music capital of Texas, but I'm going to have to disagree that I think there's a lot of great yeah. um, cities in Texas besides Austin that have Austin, a lot of live music venues and a lot of artists that get wrapped in Austin. We're not from, really from Austin. I mean, a lot of people, yeah. you know, still talk about Stevie Ray Vaughan and Stevie Ray Vaughan, Stevie Ray Vaughan grew he up started here in Dallas. So, yeah. Um, the same with so many other um, musicians that, uh, that get slated as being from Austin that aren't, but I'm just glad I, you guys think... are on the show. And then I found you and, um, and not even realizing that you had already, you know, been on this scene for so long. I was just Oh my gosh, we we used to play just in front of Orison's once a month. You know Orison's Oh yeah, I, my husband bought a, a bunch little... of Lucchese boots from there. <laughs> I'm telling you we're hungry. We used to <laughs> we used to have Orison's and the jewelry place both cut us a check to play in front of their place. And actually Barons, we resumed, yeah. we've resumed that. We played uh in front of Orison's the new location maybe two months ago. So we are definitely no strangers to McKinney and playing here. Well, I think actually there was one time, I don't know what festival was going on, but we were playing on the sidewalk in front of, I don't know if it was Orson's or another venue. Um, at the same time that you were got, you guys were playing 
<laughs> your band was playing like across the square basically oh on gosh, a bigger stage how fun. So, well i wish i didn't yeah. i wish you know that's the problem too with playing in bands um especially around here you're so busy yeah. doing it yourself you're not able out to get to get out yeah, and you can't go to the shows and so yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah. I, I that's what i love about doing this um, radio show and podcast is being able to find all these bands and then realize that these people are my neighbors that we you know we've been playing music side by side for years and I didn't even know it. So um, Ashton, how did you find these guys or did they find you? What's the deal here? Um, <laughs> It's uh, I think we kind of just kind of crossed paths. Um, Cody and I were going to uh, college together. We were in a jazz ensemble and he was the obviously the bass player and I was the drummer and we just kind of started playing and clicked i mean obviously we had we had a good rhythm together yeah you guys sound uh, really tight i did i did notice that i I was thinking maybe you guys had been together for a little while where where did you go to school um we both uh met at uh colin college actually they've got a great music program and uh i think we did that for a couple semesters uh and then just that first semester cody just approached me and was like hey you know, so do you want to be famous, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's more or less what you said, yeah. Standard uh, rich and famous contract. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, here's the deal. I tell people all the time, are you guys playing gigs and getting paid? Because if you are, you've already, you're already so far ahead of so many people that say they wanted to be a musician and they want to play music and they want to do this. Mm-hmm. And having come um, from the heels of uh, COVID and having that behind us and now being able to go out and play live music again with people actually in the audience and not just a camera or a you know live stream on your Facebook or YouTube yeah. is really nice. That. We did, we did that. that. It didn't go so well. Painful. It's painful. <laughs> it is it's painful. just awkward. It is awkward. It's really hard. There's, and I don't know how people There's do, no energy. I don't know how people made a whole, you know, lifestyle of doing that in TV years ago when they would be playing to a false audience and hand claps mm-hmm. that were, you know, piped in. That's really hard because I, I know um, for me and most people that I know that play live music, there's, there's several people that I've interviewed that say they have a really hard time playing in front of people. But for me, I play off the energy of the room and i know that just seeing you guys in action i'm sure you guys feel the same way so well i want to start off this show by playing a song off your new record you guys have two records out but this we're going to play some um tunes off of your latest one which is called volume two and if you guys are just listening i'm interviewing traveling jed and these cats three of the guys are actually on this interview today um, the only one that's not here is another lead guitar player, and um, so Jackson's in class, and he's probably really bummed that he's not able to come here and represent, but we're going to talk about him as well. We're going to play this song called Smile. I really dig this, guys. Tell me about it. Tell me who wrote it, and let's get it played for this audience. Who- David wrote this one. Oh, sorry. I, I uh, thought you were about to play it. <laughs> so... I wrote this song, um, and actually, I wrote it a long time ago. I probably wrote it back in 2011, I think. A good song um, is a good song is a good song. It doesn't matter when you wrote yeah. it. Yeah. I was like just out of college at that point, and um, there was like some difficult stuff going on in my life, like, you know, a breakup and also trying to like um, 
figure out my place in the world, you know, figure out where, where I was supposed to be going and what I was supposed to be doing, like everyone does right when they graduate college. And uh, I wrote this song just, um, it's kind of like a reminder to myself, like, uh, whatever difficult thing is going on, like you, you have to keep a positive outlook, you have to stay blessed, you have to know who made you and where you're going ultimately. And, uh, you know, just just keep that joy about yourself remember to smile um but not in like a fake way where you're just putting up a front you know like make it come from the inside and uh so that's where like that's where the song came from um i remember at the time also i was listening to some artists that really heavily influenced it there's uh like most people probably laugh but i'm a huge fan of rob thomas oh yeah uh, no i like box 20 of course, he's got a great yeah, name. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I was listening to a lot of him at the time and, uh, you know, just a lot of Stevie Ray Vaughan, too, actually, at that moment. And just uh, trying to put something together that made me feel the way I felt listening to some of my favorite musicians. Well, I love yeah. the song. I actually sent it to a friend of mine that has a charity called Small Charity just because I knew she'd get oh, a nice. kick out of it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and so we're going to play Smile right now. And we come back, we're going to talk to these guys about where they're going with their music, where they've been, and play some more music for you guys. I know you're going to dig it. It's really good. They call it rock music. I, I think it's kind of on the cusp of rock and Americana and a little bit of, I hear some reggae in some of those songs, a little bit of jazz. I'm telling you, these guys guys can do it all and i'm really impressed with them so i'm glad that i get to debut them on my show for the first time i'm sure many of you out there are like oh my gosh i know who, i know these cats but uh, you're gonna hear more of them too because i'm gonna start playing some of their music as well so this is a song called smile from traveling jed we'll be right back right here on texas homegrown music
Traveling Jed, and I've got, um, of course, David and Cody and Ashton, which is the um, bass player, the lead uh, singer and guitar player and drummer um, of this four-piece band with us today. So, David, tell me, what do you guys all do during the day, and how how is it that you do? You, do you have a do you have a rehearsal time that you guys get together? How do y'all do this? Because it's so different now. You can do so much stuff online. Um, I I can yeah. send tunes over. You know, I can I can get all my guys on a visual. You know, and we can practice without even being in the same room. Which, by the way, we did a lot of during COVID. But uh, tell me about what you guys are doing during the week and during the days before you go play gigs. So um, everybody's got their own day job life. You know, uh, we mentioned Jackson's in college right now and uh, Ashton's uh, still taking some classes too and also got a job. uh, For me, like I'm uh, by day, I'm an audio engineer for a, a live streaming slash like web advertisement company in Frisco. So uh, we've all got stuff going on and, you know, family members, things, full lives. So, yeah, it's it's a kind of a difficult balancing act sometimes. Um, like you said, like, you know, what's our practice schedule like? What does it look for us uh, like for us to rehearse? Um, we're not actually doing a lot of that right now. I, I, like listen, the, I, I, know what, I know what that's like. Believe me. <laughs> we we practice. Yeah. We, we don't practice super much. We want to and we should. But in order to do that, we'd have to stop booking gigs on the days when we're actually available for practice. Can't but, do that. Got to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what it amounts to is, 
you just play together enough because you know we're playing um we're playing three or four hour shows sometimes you know for these different venues um doesn't really matter what songs you're playing if you play for three or four hours at a time um you're locking in together you're be, you're developing that like psychic link between band members where you know exactly where the person's going to go Absolutely. next and, and that's really what's keeping us like in sync with each other right now um these songs like uh we can we can throw new songs in just based on the other songs we already know like you you said you heard us play for home for the holidays um we played run run rudolph obviously we're not playing that throughout the year but <laughs> the the instruction is play johnny be good with different words there you go <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's all we have to do sometimes to to make it work or yeah listen to this at home or here's a here's a little video snippet we post a we have a group me which is uh, an app that's kind of like group text but you can share a media a little easier so just post a video in the group me hey this is a new song i wrote everybody uh, figure out a part to it and well, you yeah, know, we're notorious, there. George and I are notorious for getting in the car and literally just, you know, sending guys a song on the way to the gig and telling them that we're going to do this tonight, you know, just follow us. <laughs> and and yeah. the same kind of thing. When you've played together long enough, you do know where everybody's going to go and you know where everybody's going to sit as far as, you know, sonically. But um, I was just wondering because I... I noticed you guys did a lot of different stuff that day. How you know, like how many songs do you have in your roster? You think that you can pull from? <laughs> I don't 40? know. Uh, if we if we added, oh, it's more than that. Um, it's probably on the order. Like if we if we listed out all the songs that we could either play immediate immediately at a moment's notice, or like take fifteen minutes and then be able to play, it's probably like eighty plus. Um, we just, so did you guys you know, set it out saying you wanted to be a um, original band? Because you know you've got some great you've got some great songs here, and I know that um, Cody, you and uh, David are pretty much the the main writers on on those original tunes. Have do you have a? I mean, I've got some guys that I know that are like, okay, I I don't think that if we're gonna play, we need to play any cover songs. But I'm I happen to believe that if you're gonna be there for two or three hours, you need to do some stuff that people are familiar with, and then throw in your original stuff as well. Do you do you agree with that, Cody? And how do you guys approach it when you go to a, a new venue I, and you read a, read the audience? I think it's important. I mean, even when we do cover songs, we do it the way we do it. Yeah. I mean, we play Bill Weathers "Use Me," but I don't think David sticks to the melody. I don't play things the way. Mm that they were played on the record. I, I've just, I grew up in my room playing guitar because I needed to. And so like I approach being on the stage the same way. It's, you know, I want to express myself. I got things I got to get out of me, you know? Uh, you know, a lot of times when David and I show up to a gig, we'll be like, we need this, or I need this, or I needed that. And so, and plus, you know, the market's kind of oversaturated with people playing other people's songs, you know? Let's hear some original. <laughs> voices doing some original things um you know we want to give people a human experience by showing people how we feel about things even if that's just the way we do our instruments you know in the, in the instrumentation we want it to be original we want to be tapping into something so um 
Well, but yeah, David, I'm careful about what I say on original because you know the reality is if you talk to any musician that understands life and the cycle of music, we're all repeating things that have been done before just in a different way, right? In a different mm-hmm. sonically, yep. in a different way. Because yeah. when I listen to y'all's music, what I really dug about it is some of the so- sounds that you guys are doing take me back to the '70s and um, '60s and '70s music that I actually, you know, I actually grew up on, and uh, some of the guitar riffs and some of the and even the piano patches that you're using, um, and the and and of course the B3 patches and some of it it really takes me back to that um, sound. And I don't know, I, I wasn't a big 80s person, not because not because I didn't enjoy that decade. You know, I had a great time. I was in my, you know, I was in my 20s and 30s in the 80s. So it was fun time for that part. But musically, I just didn't dig all that fake sound. It was, you know, it's almost contrived too much and so i really love when i find bands like you guys that are bringing back that classic rock sound that so many people talk about but it's still your sound it's still uh, your your own your own take on it would you agree with that david did you actually do you feel like you were inspired to do that because you liked that decade of music or is it you know did it just come naturally yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we all, uh, we all as b- individual band members, like even just prior to meeting each other, we all like that era of music. We love that classic rock. Um, we love all the the things that come part and parcel with that too, like the the blues that came before it and the uh, yep. you know the the evolutions that come after it. Like that that is a sweet spot for all of us to be able to play. And, um, you know, like when we were recording and and making these songs, like putting them down, um, like we did that ourselves. Like I'm, I'm sitting in the room where, (laughs) you know, we tracked like half the album and, uh, we're, we're just consciously making the decisions like, um, you know, how would not, not like, uh, how would someone today be doing this or how would someone in the eighties be doing this? But like, you know, how would Phil Spector have, have produced this? How would like, uh, you know, how would Barry Gordy want this to sound like, well, I you heard know, you guys, uh, um, had this common denominator of both loving Eric Clapton. And of course, um, mm-hmm. Eric Clapton is a perfect example as well as Bruce Springsteen, you know, people that have been able to to yeah. be relevant in every decade. Allman Brothers. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Allman Brothers, Doobie Brothers, all these guys that were able to stay relevant um, a, for a long time in their genre of music. And um, I I hope that that's how we're going to continue in on this stretch now because I do hear a lot of bands right now. Um, I feel like they're going back to the basics of let's just put out some music without so much gadgets, you know. And and listen, yeah. I, my my husband's probably going to kill me for saying this because you know he's got a pedal board that's got like you know twenty different pedals on it, and I'm like I just want to hear a wah and maybe a chorus once in a while and a fuzz you know I mean, because to me i i i think people really want to be able to relate to the sound music is such a it's such a beautiful thing for a human being to experience because it takes us out of wherever we are at that moment in our life and it can put us in a place that we choose depending on you know the kind of music that we listen to you 
you guys know that you're you're bringing joy to people when you go out and play music. I mean, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that you're doing to this earth when you're going out and playing music. Do you think of it that way or is it really just for you? <laughs> I mean, it's a little of both. Um, I, I want to go back to what you said about. It's all about I want to go back to what you said about uh, the like the way that production is like you want to just hear want to go back to real and want to get uh, you know just want to hear the wah and chorus and stuff. Like I think that kind of speaks to that question too. Um, I think the best way to make music is to get out of the way of the music. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you're choosing what effects to use on your guitar or how to process the voice or uh, anything like that. You like the ultimate thing that people want to hear is that performer performing their heart out on something they believe and in. just being real and, and being authentic. And that's, that's kind yeah, of a big deal like, right now. Cause I, you know, I've had, I have a lot of people on the show that have done some of these um, contest shows like the voice and um, you know, th- and there's so many of them out there. And they all have told me the same thing that, you know, they got in there and they they were doing their thing. And then all of a sudden they were trying to put them in a place that they didn't want to go, you know, and they 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 felt like they weren't being authentic. And and, you know, we can tell. I mean, I I, and, and, and there's a lot of people out there don't really care about that. But me as a listener, I want to see you be you and I want to hear you be authentically you and I want to hear your and and that's what I loved about you guys. I thought you guys did a really good job of conveying that you're up there having a really good time being you and not trying to sound like anybody else, but just to be, um, you know, the authentic person that you were created to be musically. And um, I think that's a really cool thing. And sometimes um, it's magical to find. It sounds like you guys have four guys that you really feel like you're doing that with. Yeah. I'd I'd say if, if you make music that you enjoy, like that you personally love and want to play and want to hear, then there's going to be someone else out there who has the same taste as you and who wants to hear that music. And it's not a matter of trying to like, you know, cater to what someone else wants to hear or try to be just like somebody else. It's a matter of making your music and then, you know, putting it in front of the people who are always going to like it all along. Yeah. Well, Um, and you're going to grab new people on the on the way. And of course, I I used to take it personally. I when people would get up to leave in the middle of a song, I'd be like, oh, my God, why are they leaving? You know, and and George afterwards go, you know, some people actually just need to leave. It's not it's it's, it's not about you. It's not about them leaving because they don't like what you're doing. Oh. Had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. Had to go pick up their mom from the airport or something. Yes. I don't know. And they had the babysitter. Don't ask me to explain it to you. So, yeah. um, well, I'm going to play Take You Home. Somebody who, I'm not sure whose song this is, if it's yours, Cody, or yours, David, but somebody give me a little, give me a little talk about it. Yeah, this one was mine as well. And uh, you mentioned Springsteen earlier. Um, this one was very heavily influenced, I would say, by Born to Run. Okay. Um uh, it's the same kind of vibe like it, so this one I had snippets of it I have had elements of it written a long time ago but it actually came together during COVID lockdown um, when I was like I really just felt like I, I was constricted both by you know staying in 
like my wife and I were living in just like a one bedroom, one living room apartment. You know, it was like a two room oh. space, a little kitchen. So it was very constricted staying in there all the time because, you know, uh, the apocalypse was happening outside. And uh, there's also like, uh, you know, we're not out playing because venues aren't booking during a pandemic. Crowds aren't showing up. There's, there's a lot of like restricted feeling. And what I really wanted was just to get out and go and, you know, like do something um, just to to feel life again. Yeah. Uh, so that's where that song came from. And as far as musical inspiration, like I just said, uh, Springsteen's Born to Run is in there. I also feel like I uh, cribbed very heavily from um, Bob Seger's Hollywood oh, Nights God, I love Bob. for that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, music that makes you want to get up and go do something with yourself. Well, that, this you know, definitely does. That's one of the reasons is. why I chose it, and I think you guys are going to dig it. So we're going to play it right now. It's Traveling Jed and their song called Take You Home on their record, Volume 2. You guys can get it on all the streaming platforms. Um, and go see them live. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some shows that they'll have coming up so you guys can come out and see them live. Look them up. I'm sure they're probably on Bands in Town and other platforms. But um, when we come back, we'll talk about where you can find them on all those social pages. So you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music right here with Maylee Thomas. And the song is called Take You Home, Traveling Jed. And we'll be right back with these guys. Let the music ring out in the wild 
back with Traveling Jed, and um, I've got uh, the drummer, and I've got the bass player, and another, the lead singer and guitar player. I do notice that there are some background vocals on your um, your stuff. Are you? Are any of you other guys singing on that? Is that? Or is, or is it? Uh, I think on Smile we kind of did it. I think all of us recorded a little falsetto. Yeah, the, thing, the but... woo part. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of those are just me retracking. That's what I um, thought. I mean, I could vocals. tell they were really tight, so I thought maybe you were overdubbing it. But um... but uh, on the first album, uh, there's a song called "Weeping Willow," and that's got Cody singing background harmonies on it. Nice, so, yeah. Cody. Now I'm not now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm going to have to go listen to that particular song just so I can hear your voice. Do it. I'll do it. Do it. Um, so, Cody, so I know you're married. Um, uh, David, Cody is not married. Cody is not married. <laughs> Cody's, Cody's a singing swingle. So did you hear that, girl? Um, so we have we have a single dude right here on in the band and very available, very cute. You guys can't see him, but he's really cute. He's um, tall, and he plays a really good bass. He can use his hands very well, and that always comes in handy. <laughs> so just FYI, just, if you guys are interested. Just sucks about his face, though. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I dig it. I think, he's, got, I think he's really cute. He's got my thumbs up. So anybody out there that's interested... Um, Cody Cantrell is available. Um, I happen to know that um, now that David and Ashton are not, and I know Ashton's not because I met his girlfriend at the gig the other day, and she'd probably kill me if I didn't say anything other than they're very happily um, together. <laughs> so we'll leave it very at that. happy, very happily together. Um, so you guys have um, some gigs coming up in the area. I want to tell people about so they'll come out and see you. Can you tell us about those, David? Yeah, yeah. So um, the next up place that you could see us is at Jackson Beer Garden, uh, which is on Ackard Street in Dallas. Uh, Jackson is J-A-X-O-N. It's not the normal way you'd spell it. Right. Yeah, we're going to be there on December 15th. It's a Thursday. Uh, it's 7 p.m. And that is a great show. Um, it is an outdoor stage, but they have a lot of those like space heaters right. around. So even if it's cold, and you that never night, know, it then... could be it could be really great weather. Though. Yeah, it, I mean, it could, could be seventy degrees in yep. Dallas on in December fifteenth. But um, that one, that's a really cool stage and really cool sound system they've got. It's it's a, always a lot of fun to play there. So that's a great place to come see us. If you're not available, then maybe you're available for a New Year's Eve party. Absolutely, um, everybody wants New to go Year's to Eve. Harwood Arms is one of the wildest places that we play. It's yeah. right Harwood. Harwood Arms is in is downtown insane. Dallas as well. Uh, it is like every time we're in there, it's like uh, I want to say it's SMU college students. Like yeah, is I think SMU it's close by. Right but up against it's the just, rails. Yeah, it is a party in there every time we are like shouting our lungs out and playing our butts off it's uh it's a huge riot every time we're there um so that's fun and then uh friday january 6th we're at the oasis in midlothian which is out like the south side of dallas um that is a bar with a really great stage and the sound guy there is is really good at what he does so that yeah, he, he loves us. We love him. <laughs> His name is Axel. He's a, he's a nice guy. Um, and uh, we 
Yeah, it's got a dance floor and everything. Uh, we cool. play some dancey songs. So, yeah, you guys you know, do. Uh, That's the other thing I want to mention. You know, this is actually a band you guys can go out and dance to. So, um, you know, we 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 have a lot of bands on here that are you know singer songwriters that you that you love to go see, but you're not going to really get up and do anything. But these cats. They're, they're going to bring it. And that was the one thing about me when I pulled up to watch you guys. I was like in the groove. Yeah, I can see you guys moving now, um, which is very fun. And and so if you guys don't have anything to do already um, for New Year's Eve, check it out. They're going to be at the Harwood. It sounds like a sounds like a really fun kind of thing to do. And, um, and also go check them out on the 15th at Jackson Beer Garden and put them on your radar. So it's Traveling Jed. Guys, um, where where what's the uh, handle here for Facebook and Instagram? Is it just Traveling Jed? Yeah, just Facebook is facebook.com slash Traveling Jed. There's no G on traveling. It's Traveling yep. Jed. And then uh, Instagram, Traveling Jed. Uh, let's. Uh, I don't, we don't have a Twitter. Um, that's probably actually, best right now to stay off Twitter. We actually <laughs> somehow um, stole the, we got travelingjed.com. So go yeah, buy we have, yeah, the website. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, we got some, uh, we got some merch there. shows there. there too, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys we're, go we're check them out. Them. They're really a lot of fun. They're such sweet guys. And, um, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's a really, really fun band to watch and they'll really engage you and, Listen, dude, I don't know, David, if you were just born with it, but you've got some pipes on you, brother. I mean, yeah, seriously, you. you know, my <laughs> husband, saying. when my husband grabs me and says, this guy can sing. I mean, you need to come listen to him. I was like, I am listening, oh. you know. So I, thank I, you. I, I, I'm telling you, dude, you really can sing really, really well. I really um, I'm, I'm really impressed. So thank you guys for thank being you. on the show. We're going to we're going to close the show with our close your segment with Closer to You. And I know this is your song, Cody. So come on, baby. Tell me about it. And um, and then we'll uh, let the people hear that how really talented this band is, because you've got two writers that are great. Well, I just wanted to write something groovy, but despite the plug-in for uh, hooking me up with a hot date, I'm actually not, I'm kind of shy. And so like I sometimes uh, chase to no avail and then convince myself that I actually tried. So I feel like I'm always stuck on a loop. I just plugged my song. And so <laughs> I'm always the words uh, to the song. <laughs> never quite closing the deal. And then I just kind of bail anyway. I'm like, ah, whatever. So that's kind of where I wrote that. But I, I more or less write from a place of trying to, you know, I was really into J.J. Kale at the time. And oftentimes, if you have a target that you're wanting to write from, it comes out nothing like that. So you might listen to this and go, this sounds nothing like J.J. Kale. Kale. <laughs> that was kind of what I had in mind. But I also really like R&B. So I wanted to have some R&B in there. Um, so I hope I got that point across. Well, it's a really cool song. And, um, and I, and, you know, unfortunately, I'm only playing three of you guys' songs because the whole album is really good. I hope you guys will go snag it. It's called Volume 2, Traveling Jed. And uh, they just put it out this year. And I'm really impressed with these cats. Hope you guys will go hear them live. And thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having us.
closer to you It's all to know these cats from uh, from Traveling Jed and if you guys need a fun band and you know some people that are looking for one check them out Traveling Jed you can find them all over on the internet and uh, get them to come do a party for you they're just a really fun fun group of guys I am um, I'm going to say this I hope all of you have a wonderful beautiful holiday season and remember that you know Christmas time is a tough time for a lot of people And a lot of us take for granted that we have family and friends to spend time with. So if you are out and about and you see people, give them a smile. Let them know that, that, you know, that they have people out there that that care about them. And I don't know, it just seems like the time of year where I feel like we need to give more love and peace to all of the people around us. Of course, you know me, I want to give peace and love to everybody every day. So let's all do the best that we can to make this world a better place. And I think that peace and love is where we start. So a shout out to my sponsors, of course, as always, the Guitar Sanctuary, Burris Injury Law, and Tupps Brewery for making this possible every week. And I hope to see you guys out and about. Remember, the joy of this season is all about bringing love and and unity to one another. And let's just uh, let's start by giving a smile every day. Peace out, everybody. It's Maylee with Texas Homegrown Music. We're going to go out today with Willie Nelson singing Please Come Home for Christmas. Can't think of a better way to do it. See you guys next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Bells will be ringing the glad, glad news. What a Christmas When you have the blues Cause my baby's gone I have no friends To wish me greetings once again Choirs will be singing Silent night Christmas carols by candlelight. 
So please come home for Christmas Please come home for Christmas And if not for Christmas By New Year's night Friends and relations Send all salutations Sure as the stars shine above This is Christmas Yeah, Christmas, my dear And it's the time of year To be with the one you love So won't you tell me That you'll never more wrong Christmas and New Year will find you home And there'll be no more sorrow No more grief and pain And I'll be happy once again you tell me that you'll never more wrong at Christmas and New Year will find you home and there'll be no more sorrow no more grief and pain and I'll be happy this Christmas once again